thank you all for just uh, being around and for coming. May God truly bless you. May God truly bless you. Um, good to see you, Debbie. Unakapoa. Eh, unakapoa. This is a missionary church. Uh, Pastor Estelle has uh, gone to minister in Wendani. We have a church a branch there, and uh, she's ministering there. Uh, Pastor Toby is away in Bondo, and uh, quite a number of families that uh, excuse themselves to just go and uh, minister somewhere else, and uh, other people who are going to just... Uh, take their children back to school. And I think uh, at the end of uh, the service, we'll request Pastor Mongai just to pray for the rest of the people who are going back to school. I want us to go back to our text, um, Hebrews 10.35. Hebrews 10.35. Please turn to somebody, tell them it's good to see you in church. Even if it's, if, just tell them for me. Even if you, you'd, you're not enjoying them around. Yeah, just tell them, Pastor said it's good to see you, you know. All right. Uh, Hebrews 10.35. Uh, David, can you pass a microphone to any person between here and uh, there? Somebody who will just read the word of God for us. Hebrews 10.35, I think this is, uh, we've been on this for quite a while, and um, I, f I feel like um, this man who used to teach on uh, baptism, you remember that guy? And he kept preaching on uh, water baptism, I mean everything, every service. Every, every text, you know, just went to water baptism. Until one time the youth decided to call him for a youth service and they said, we'll catch our pastor today. This guy will not uh, frustrate us with the, the message of baptism. And so he, they gave him the text of, um, the, from the book of Numbers where it says, and this one begat this one, and this one begat this one, and you know, and the entire chapter was just begat, 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 begat. There was nothing else in that chapter, you know. And uh, so that was the text where he was meant to, to use. And so when he finished, he looked and he said, I wonder if all these people are baptized. <laughs> and he went back to his original message. <laughs> You know, if you're consumed by a message, let me tell you, no matter what text you're given, uh, you will change it to your persuasion. And so I think I'm feeling the same. Uh, they say that uh, in, the, in this generation that uh, Mark 11.32 was written by the Holy Spirit for Kenneth Hagin. Have you ever heard that? Because the guy preached it for over 60 years you know, just on the same verse. And so I don't find it grievous to go back to Hebrews 
Can we just read that text? We, we are living in great times. And God's, God is on schedule with his agenda on earth. I hope you are aligned to be on schedule with him. But God is on schedule. God never fails. There is nothing that can, will ever, can be able to stop God to do anything and everything he has purposed to do. The Bible says man may be intentional about something, but the purposes of God will prevail. The purposes of God will prevail. The coming back of Jesus Christ is not our prayer issue. Jesus is coming. Can I hear an amen? Or whether intercessors pray about it or not, whether prophets believe it or prophesy about it or, Jesus is coming. What he has purposed to do. The eternal purpose of God prevails. The eternal purpose of God prevails. But there needs to be an alignment between you and him for what he has Chosen for you to enjoy, for you to enjoy it. All right. So Hebrews 10.35, um, it says, cast away. Cast not away, therefore, your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Cast not, therefore, your confidence way which has great recompense of reward. Somebody has an amplified? If we can get an amplified, we can read uh, quickly. Um, Hebrews 10.35 Do not therefore fling away your fearless confidence, for it carries a great and glorious compensation of reward. Mm. Do not fling away your Fearless confidence. Fearless confidence. Because it carries with it a great recompense of reward. I think, what other version do we have? There is an, a version that says, do not cast away your... There is new international version. Yes. So do not throw away your confidence. Uh -huh. It will be richly rewarded. All right. There is one that has the word faith also. Well, it is. Yes? TPT. TPT. So do not lose your bold, courageous confidence, for you are destined for a great reward. For do not lose your bold, courageous confidence for you faith. are destined. Eh? Faith. Faith, yes, faith. For you are destined for a great reward. This just reminds us that our project needs to get finished. When it's finished, this will be over. Sin eh? Yes, we will be seeing clearly. Mm, we'll be seeing clearly. So, 
Ephatha. May God help us to be touched again. Hallelujah. And so confidence is the posture of assurance, of certainty. Confidence, the word confidence there, it denotes assurance. It denotes certainty. It gives the feeling, and not just the feeling, of direction. That you're certain about a particular direction. And you are sure of the kind of results that should be. So, confidence is an assurance. It also comes out as you are certain, you know. Concerning direction, concerning results. So, that is what confidence is within you. I remember when we, we had gone I, to be trained um, at the driving school, you know, and um, we would get in with the instructor and you're holding the steering and you, you are following every rule. Is it, uh, this is called quarter to three. Yes, you're holding quarter to three, turning, you must turn it this way. And uh, the instructor said, for now, you, you must follow what I tell you. But I know a time is coming when you get on the road, you will build confidence. You will be holding your phone on one hand and holding the steering on the other. Is that true? Same person. But what has happened? They've built confidence. And so you are sure that that car, you can drive it at 150, holding it with one hand. But before you are confident, even the two hands is a problem. <laughs> there is a lady who, while she was learning, you know, she had put the L, she had done everything. And so when she would be driving the kids back from, you know, school, no kid would be talking, was allowed to talk. I mean, any no shut up. I mean, she wants to concentrate on the, because any noise will make her to get off-road. The same lady, one year down the road, they can make all, she needs the noise to enjoy driving that car. You know. And so, that place of confidence, it is, you're certain, you're confident. And, um, in the book of Romans chapter 8, Paul says, for I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nothing shall separate me from the love of God. So Paul, by the Holy Spirit, has been brought to a place whereby he's sure nothing can ever separate him. Are you listening to me? And so to you, it may still be English. To Paul, it was not English. In his spirit man, it was a revelation. In his mind, it was a mindset that settled as confidence. And removed every other thing that wants to come against it. For I am persuaded 
that neither death nor life. You may read it, but you need to get there. Please listen to me. You may read it, but you need to get there. The three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. This message is key in our times. I'm warning us again, it is key. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They said, O king, concerning the matter of bowing down to this image, settle it in your mind, we will not do it. We will not do it because we are committed to a God. And this God we are committed to, we know he is able to save us from this situation. And even if he does not, we are so persuaded about the person of God we believe in and his nature, we cannot do whatever you're telling us to do. A mindset. Confidence. Those people are not mad. They were confident. They were not mad. They were confident. Hallelujah. And so the circumstances to the three Hebrew boys, them changing or not changing, did not really matter. Their persuasion was beyond any physical thing. Did you hear what I said? Their persuasion was beyond any physical thing. Their minds were settled about the person and his nature. Beyond Circumstances, conditions changing. The life of a believer should not in any way be determined, or the life of a believer should not in any way be determined. The assurance of their life as a believer or as a believer should not be determined just by the condition of physical or any circumstance. Let me go beyond and say this. Faith is a product of your heart. Faith is a product of your heart or your spirit man. The way it settles in your solical realm is through confidence. Can I repeat that? Faith is a product of your heart. Not mind, not body. No. Faith is a product of your heart. But the way it is translated and the way it settles in your solical realm or in your mind 
it can be seen as confidence. And so your mind, what faith looks like, or what faith, yes, what faith looks like is confidence. In your spirit, it appears as a revelation. In your mind, it is translated as confidence. So Paul writes and says, don't cast away your fearless confidence. Why? Because it has great recompense of your heart. Of it has great recompense. It has great results with it. So the trials that come to us, the temptations that come to us, target our minds. The enemy, the enemy's desire is to target our minds because he knows the moment our mind is altered, then it will affect the entire body and the spirit. And so when he targets the mind, Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get an illustration. So there is pain in your body and symptoms. The body is, uh, the, the pain is in your physical body. But what the main target the enemy is after is your mind. The enemy would want you to agree with your physical body because he knows once you begin to lose confidence, no, once you begin to agree or look at your physical condition and circumstance, the moment you begin to give your eye more and more to your physical circumstance, you'll begin to lose confidence in that which is your promise. Hello? And so, more pain, I, does God really mean what he says? More symptoms, maybe this is not the will of God for me. Maybe this is for somebody else. Are you getting what I'm saying? What is he targeting? That you lose confidence. In your mind, that which you're meant to hold on to, that belief you're meant to hold on to, he knows it will begin to dwindle away. What will be dwindling? Confidence in the right thing. So you're... At 20, 
six, you are still believing that there is a husband for you. But 42, Satan wants to settle it in your head. You know, I think this is not the correct thought pattern for you. You just check and see, honestly, at 42, who will be looking out for you? Okay, for some of you, maybe see your reve, lakini kuna wale ambao najua mungu wanawangelesha. But it's the truth. And so, at 25, you are still so? Say it. Confident. True or false? At 28, there is still some? 40. 43. There is another narrative that has been built. And what happens? You begin to lose confidence. So Paul says, do not lose your confidence. I can't hear an amen. Yes, do not lose your confidence. And let me tell you, we can talk about this from on different subjects. But in our minds, let me tell you, right here, there are many things, subjects, we have had, we have altered, allowed our minds to be altered, and we have lost confidence in the truth. Lazarus, um, the sisters were confident that Jesus is able to heal. True or false? But a man who is dead, let's change the story. And then dead four days, I think that's a gone story. So, what the world and the way the world looks at things is directly opposite to the way God looks at matters. Completely. So the world is fully, totally logical. What the world system has taught us is to be completely logical. Didn't you see with this pandemic? In all the churches, everyone believed God heals. But Corona, there is a question. True or false? Yeah. God is mighty, but such a pandemic, I think it took him by surprise. And so the sisters come and they say, Christ, you know what? You're late. We, we believe you're, you're the son of God. You're the savior. You're everything, but you're? You're late. Concerning this matter, you're late. If you were here, how many days? Four days. It would have made all the, all the difference. But on the other side, God says, 
I needed at least four days to make it better for me. So you at 43, please dance. Is a better testimony for you to be married at 52. Yes. I like the way you, you guys have a Pharisee look, you know. You guys really have a Pharisee look. It's like you're trying to intimidate me to change the message, but I'm refusing. <laughs> but I'm insisting. The world system has targeted our minds for us to be able to settle matters on logic. If it's not making sense to our heads and through the five senses, it is senseless. So what was God looking for? To allow Abraham to stay after asking one item 25 years. Just one item. 25 years later, a son is born. I speak to every destiny that is lost in this place. May it arise in Jesus' name. The world has brought us to a place whereby we've been exercised in unbelief so much. It seems the only thing that makes sense or true. Hey, hallelujah. And so all these things that we have put in our minds, let's totally, completely erase them in Jesus' name. So there are some mindsets that are there because you're Kenyans, this is the way things should be behaving. I frustrate that demonic thought in Jesus' name. I'm a child from heaven. I'm a citizen from above. I don't know what Kenyans experience. I want to know what the citizens of heaven enjoy. Hey. <laughs> So if you have not built a house by 50, you're finished. Your case is gone. It's a lie. Tell anybody it's a lie. That is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. So your mindsets, please listen to me. There are places you can own. There are places you cannot. It's a lie. The earth is the Lord's. So that when you think of buying, the only thing you think of like an African is Roy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Roy. Uh, but there are mindsets we have placed on ourselves. And let me tell you, they are strongholds. You're seated here, you speak in tongues, but you're carrying a stronghold.
when our minds are worn away by the enemy through logic and we confirm it through our lips or our mouth we hinder the life of God in our spirit man and we put our minds and our bodies in bondage and we set our life in a different course. Let me repeat again. When our minds are worn away by the enemy through logic and we confirm it with our mouth because every matter must be established. We establish matters through our we engage them in our minds. We establish them with our mouth. When we do that, we hinder the life of God in our spirit man. Every power that you need is within you if you're born again. Can I repeat that again? The power that you need is in you. It is in you. Where is that scripture? Yes, the power of God is at work in us. Philippians. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, there is a scripture. Let's uh, get it. The power of God that works within us. When our minds are worn away by the enemy through logic and we confirm it through our lips, we hinder the life of God in our spirit man and we put our bodies and our minds in bondage and we set a course of life that is different. Uh, let's read James 3.6. I think we can use the amplified. James 3.6. James 3, 6, 6, yes, the Amplified. And, uh, and the tongue is a fire, world of wickedness set among our members, contaminating and depraving the whole body and setting on fire the will of birth, being itself ignited by hell. Mm. That is the Amplified version. That is the Amplified. Yes. Uh-huh. Let's do the King, New King James or NIV. Yes, Auntie. What version do you have? Okay. James 3.6 um, The tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature 
and it is set on fire by hell. The fire, uh, the tongue is so dangerous. It sets on fire the entire thing and sets the course of life. Mm. It changes where you are going. You're able to, uh, in, what do you say? Reset. Yes, like a computer. Reset your system through your lips. But where did it begin? Settling it in your mind. And so it's, it is important that we are able to grasp this and be able to handle things differently. Very, very important. And that's why the world system is so busy trying to engage our minds on a day-to-day basis. Uh, The movie world, it's a multi-billion or trillion, um, what do you call it? Industry. Industry. True or false? Just the cartoons alone, how much do they pump in to bring cartoons? By the billions of dollars. They know it's cartoons. They know the kind of, and they have different ages. Three to this, they will have, they will pump in millions. Not grown-ups. No, they will target from zero to three and they concentrate. From three to six and they concentrate. From six to this. Is it true? Why? Why should somebody be seated there just to pump in millions upon millions upon millions to target zero to three? Because they know they have to target their minds early enough. How they think, the way they look at life, their belief system, everything. And let me tell you, most of the people you see today are a product of it. When, listen to me, we are told, let's try and help the Sunday school to have a table to have chalks. Removing 5,000 is a problem. Let me tell you, there is a sinner who is removing 100 billion to change their mind. We need to correct our heads. Please tell your neighbor, the pastor is talking to you by the Holy Spirit. We need 20,000. How come this church needs 20,000? For kids, 20,000. What are those kids doing? Hey, let me tell you, sinners have sat and they have said from zero to three, please, who will give? This one will give $100 million, $100 million, zero to three to target them, to change them. While it is a burden for you to even think that you will go and do business and bless the work of God. It's a problem to your head. Say I'm delivered. And they make and out of it 
the way of thinking, the way of eating, everything, everything has been targeted by the world system. Kitambo, we would enjoy when we would go away from Nairobi. We would think, there now we can eat nice food, fresh. No, go to every Ushago. Kuna, uko hivi kuna masosage, kuna hizo mavitu zengine mbaya mbaya tu. Zote zimetoka, zimetoka uko kwenyu Nairobi. I'm telling you, they have followed. And let me tell you, the guys in Ushago, they don't want to see no man. No. Why? Because every advert is not about Ngwashe and Doma. <laughs> it's about a burger. Yeah? An Indomil. An Indomil. And let me tell you, you know people who are targeted to take certain lifestyle, it is so binding, they don't want any other thing. It is easier for you to be, um, what do you say? When somebody is get, gets used to drugs, what do you say? Addicted, yes. It's easier for you to be addicted always to the wrong things than the correct things. How come? It's, let me tell you, mtuambaye yani ni indomil, ni indomil. Even if you bring some, you f- something else, you look as if you're working with the devil. Why? Because the enemy knows if they can appeal it to the mind and the body, the taste, the color, the look. If they can just play around there, the mind, you know, the color, the, the looks, the taste. If they can play around there and they get you, they've quote-unquote gotten you unless you choose to live away by revelation. Hallelujah. So the enemy through the world system has targeted every area, every area. Whether it is religion, there is a religious way of looking at things. True or false? Away from uh, the truth. Even this, there could be somebody here who is having a problem. This message. You have, because your head is fixed and you're using scriptures to try and negate what I'm saying. And you're here in church. You say, mm, mm. As we said the other time, maybe you're, you're, you're smiling, but your emojis inside here, they are just something else. The kind of emojis you're producing towards the pastor and the message is different. There is a mindset. The world has targeted the way we think about marriage. Why are there many more marriages failing in our times than before? Why? Because the people that are and are engaging in marriage today, their kind of thinking is different. Their value system is different. True or false? And so the, the end product would be, listen to me, this thing used to work. It's not our thing nowadays. Why are ladies staying single? 
And what they want is a child, a house, a car, and another man and another one they can be visiting once in a while. Where has that come from? A mindset. And they say, the way that was, it don't work. You, you can't be a man of one woman. One woman. Unless there's something wrong with you. Head. There's something wrong with your head. Lady, one, one guy, one. Mojivi. Eh? Yani, you just have one. Even Mojivi. You need a few guys. I like the way, I like the looks right here. And let me tell you, it has been built from a particular world system and let me tell you what it is doing. It's pushing the truth away. So that it will get to a time and a place whereby you, you are still getting married to a woman like this. A woman like this. Ah, no. Those days are gone. There are other tests. Kuna maukweli zingine. God forbid. And so the world has targeted our marriages, our countries, the way we think about everything. And I mean everything. Everything. So there are people, why do we have uh, my, immigration, migration, what do you call it? Where people are dying in the sea every day. Migration. Yes. You think it's because their country is the poorest? No. Is mind. They woke up and they were told, and they've been told, uh, in Liberia, you think anything can ever work? Please, you want life, America. You want life, go to China. True or false? Hundreds of people are dying every day in the sea, every day, with children. You know, I, I, I watched some of them walking in the forest. And somebody just got hurt. And let me tell you, the entire uh, team left him and left him to die in the forest. Others walk in the desert and they fall and they die. Looking for a country that has freedom. Let me tell you, this thing is a reality. It's there. And it has bound our heads. The way we look at families, our family, you know our family. Yeah, I know what you're saying, Pastor, but you know our family. I was talking to somebody and they were going for a funeral. And uh, we talked a bit and then he just put a note there and he told me, Lakini unajua sisi waluya. I said, problem. <laughs> problem right there. Sisi ni wa Kristo, lakini sisi ni wa? Waluya. Kichwa lazima yangalie. Hey, the way we think about our health, our bodies, our age, 
you know, you're told, you know, at 50, please be careful. Chunga, ju at okay, 50 kifika, sasa maugonjwa zimeanza ku, kukuja sasa. So at 50, what will your head do? Itanza kutafta? Maugo? Maugonjo. Na ukigonjeka, usisikia viba? Ata usipigane sana. Already ushafika mahali pa? Maugonjwa. Ni ukweli ama si ukweli? Let me tell you, those are doctrines of devils. God doesn't need to use sickness to take any person away from the world. You read in the book of Job, the Bible says, the only thing God needs to do when your day comes is to take your breath away. To take your breath away. So, God does not need sickness to get somebody in their destiny. Are you listening? Am I condemning anyone? No. All I'm saying is, there is the truth. There is what we have been taught. The Bible says that when his day has come, God takes his breath away. That's my portion in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Let me just... Um, so every person here today has a promise with God. Every person in this life has a promise with God. Even that can still be a problem in our heads. You know, when you begin to get a little, you begin to look at others as if uh, you arrived where some people were never meant to get to. Let me tell you, every person in this place has the promise of God over their life. And number two, God is committed to see to it that it is fulfilled. God is, I didn't say your teacher. I didn't say your country. Are you listening? I didn't say your parents. I said who? God. Who is committed? God is committed to see to it that it comes to pass. Psalms 107, verse 20. Psalms 107, verse twenty. Psalms 107, verse 20. Yes, prophetess. Psalm 107, 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Mm. The way God works is by setting out promises. The way God primarily works is by setting out what? Promises. So God wrote an entire 
entire book before you arrived. What is it full of? His promises. For who? For me. So that we are able to receive, look at them, receive them, believe them, to activate faith in order to make whatever he promised the reality. The word of God is the seed for divine life. I repeat again. The word of God is the seed for divine life. All the works of God are done in faithfulness to his promise. All the works of God are done in faithfulness to his promise. I think I'll be able to, let me say, like the many good preachers, and this time I'm serious. I'll wrap it up next Sunday. You know? But please never forget that the word of God is the seed for divine life. The way God primarily works is by setting out promises. So God will release and say, I have, I am your healer. Amen. He, he will tell you before you arrive, he will say, I am your protector. So that when you go out there and you meet danger, if you have invested in his promises, you will be confident in that situation for different results. And let me tell you, please listen to me. A thousand may fall at that situation. But when you are confident in his promises, your life, your situation will be different. That may be where everyone fails in Kenya. Your life will be different. You're not listening to me. That may be where everyone in your family never made it. But your confidence in his promise, God is committed to bring his word. That's why he has to send it before you arrive there. Hallelujah. That becomes the great life of every believer. The word we received today is accurate from our sister. What we are saying here today is important that we take it. Because the world and the world system have increased to make sure they are so committed to change our way of thinking. So that the element of truth, faith, God will be erased, quote unquote, permanently. Where does persecution come in? I think it was, yeah, we were talking with one of our daughters. She works in Australia. 
and uh, something happened in the office. And she said, uh, I don't know if she said God forbid or something of the sort. And the entire office that was there looked at her and said, God, God in our times, what has this situation got to do? God. I mean, to them, uh, you're thinking like Moses. <laughs> Why are you bringing Abraham in 2022? Are you getting what I'm saying? And so, with that kind of a mindset on this side, your belief system for God will be so annoying. You will, quote unquote, before them, be a terrorist. But let me tell you, it is in our times that God will give proof to his word continuously. It is in our times through us that the promises of God in this dying and decaying world, that the evidences of God must stand out. But let me tell you, it can only be through a man and a woman who cannot lose confidence in that promise. We will wind next Sunday. As we check different people in the Bible. So, and I think I said the other time that confidence is a mindset. And it should be built through the promises of God. Therefore, it becomes the correct mindset. Where you're confident, not in yourself, confident in what God already promised. But the world has trained ourselves to be confident in many other things, including ourselves and not God. Let's all stand up, please.